What is going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to our first ever C-Phrase daily YouTube video here where myself Mo and obviously Parisa, she can introduce herself here in a second, we'll be talking about everything. NFTs, Web3, blockchain, crypto, interesting topics, boring topics, controversial topics, and anything else we like. Parisa, you can go ahead, quick intro yourself, and then we'll kick this thing off today. Episode number one. All right, my name is Parisa. I am new to the Seed Phrase team, new to the crypto space, but I'm super excited about it. I think crypto and NFTs are the future. So let's get started. Uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> okay, Kanye West, he said no to NFTs. If you guys remember, he posted on his Instagram. He said, do not ask me to do a fucking NFT yay ask me later and guess later is now because he just filed for a bunch of trademarks yeah honestly i'm not even surprised at all especially with the whole la scene in general just i mean we've seen over the last few years like a lot of celebrities come into the space and i think the reason why kanye showed that he wasn't interested in nfts everybody knows kanye he kind of reverse engineers everything it's to actually tell people that he is getting into nfts just not in the current market like I remember when he did roll that out, I think there was a lot of celebrity information uh, going out and news that obviously rug pulls, like bad or low quality NFT projects being rolled out. So Kanye was like, okay, let me show these guys how you actually put an NFT out. And this is step number one. So yeah, Kanye West, I mean, we, are, we already know anything he does, big headline. So Kanye West coming into NFTs is also going to be a big headline. And I'm just really curious to see how he's going to roll it out, whether it'll be like tied to merch, Yeezy, Gap, or something individual. Yeah, right. But every, every time I hear about a celebrity getting into Web3 or NFTs, I'm like, it's 90% chance a money grab. Like, I have low faith in celebrities and NFTs specifically. Like, I mean, what we saw with Lil Uzi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have, who do we have? We have Bella Hadid coming up with another project. We have Mariah Carey. Snoop Dogg says he's going to open a restaurant. I mean, how do you know if this is legit? Yeah, it's a really good point to point out. I would say, like, one of the best celebrity NFT people is definitely Snoop Dogg. I think he's done a really good job leading the way. And I think a lot of other celebrities, quote-unquote, mm, celebrity status people uh, try to model after in a sense, but they're more chasing the quick bag instead of really trying to build. Like one cool thing I seen Snoop Dogg working on right now, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, but he's actually using his Bored Apes IP to open up a dessert restaurant. I forgot what it's called, but I can definitely see Kanye being a person who is gonna create his own brand of NFTs, not, not to say that he's going to create the next board ape or anything, but Kanye is not the type of person to go ahead and buy an ape and try to brand that, right? Because it's somebody else's. It's always been about independency for him and building like his own thing. So I don't know. But at this point of his career, I just don't see him risking his reputation anymore. Like he's already labeled as a crazy guy. So I don't think he wants to be a crazy guy who robs people uh, with an NFT drop. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. So you said Snoop Dogg's opening a restaurant. I'm wondering, like, 
what does that have to do with NFTs? Why do we get NFTs involved in these types of like IRL things? Do we need them there? That's a great question. Uh, let me hear your answer first. What do you think? <laughs> I think NFTs, like you said, um, they're a pass. They serve as a pass to some kind of exclusive access club community, whatever it is. It's something that gives you access. So I'm thinking the restaurant really like it's not about the food. You're not going because Snoop Dogg has great food at his restaurant. You're going for the clout. You're going for the community there. Maybe people you already know because you bought the NFT and you're in that club. So it's really an experience that you're going for. But how you deliver on that experience really is like only time will tell uh, how Snoop Dogg delivers on that experience specifically. But in general too it's all about delivery yeah i agree and i'm and then like the biggest thing i see with nfts right now it's just giving people a sense of belonging to a specific group at a specific time right like i think all of us as humans you know tend to look for new friends new connections new experiences and i think based off the current market right now and how nfts are evolving it just totally makes sense for people to say hey like i want to buy this nft just so I can be around a new group of people and have new habits in a sense, whether it's a new Discord server, uh, a new place to hang out, so on and so forth. So that's my cup of tea there. Yeah, and do you think that has anything to do with how like Instagram and Facebook are kind of dying out? Like I don't use Instagram, I don't use Facebook the way I used to. Like you used to go on Facebook and post on someone's wall, that died. Then you went on Instagram and you'd post like the food you're eating, where you're traveling, and that's kind of dying down too. Do you think NFTs are serving as a new way of being social? Yeah, I think NFTs are just a new social status on another level. Like think about it this way, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, like the reason why people are on it because it gives them the sense of social status, right? It gives you social status. NFTs give you social status with monetary value, right? So at the end of the day, it's like people used to show off their followers, likes, engagement. Now people are showing that based off community and value, right? So imagine your Instagram account had a dollar value next to it. Like, hey, Mo's worth X, Y, and Z. Parisa's worth X, Y, and Z, right? So I think That it's, just seems so unorthodox, though. Yeah. Like we're so hush hush about money usually and nfts are kind of like a way to like i mean like you wear a gucci shirt or like you wear yeezy shoes and it's supposed to show off something i think nfts are doing that digitally um and that works for a huge group of people but it also excludes a huge group of people yeah i agree it's funny because like yesterday i got a call from some friends in the nft space and they're in miami they're both wearing board eight t-shirts. They're like, dude, you got to pull up. Like we're having a party over here in Miami. And at that moment, it just clicked in my head like, oh, okay. Like I see what's going on. You know, it's like the NFT community is really coming more into real life than vice versa. So I don't know. I mean, I just think there's going to be a lot of cool things that come out of this space. And I think everything that's happening now is just literally step one of what's going on. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I think um, going off of that, like coming into real life, you really hit the nail on the head there. Coming into real life, let's talk about NFT NYC. That's 
that's NFTs coming into real life. Um, I've never been to an NFT event, so I'd love to hear about your experience at past events and what you're excited for at this one. Yeah, I've been to two NFT experiences and they were not what I anticipated them to be, I'll tell you that for sure. This year's NFT NYC seems more like a Burning Man slash like Coachella style event because it's just so like well planned there's so much going on there's so many different nft projects so it seems like it's just going to be like one big huge event that's going to take over the city previously it's been more like freestyle like you just go and there's like a conference which is like okay but it's like nobody's really going there to hear 300 people talk you know, like you don't want to go there and burn yourself out eight hours a day to hear a hundred people talk when you already hear them talking all day on Twitter spaces and night. So <laughs> I'm just excited for NFT NYC because yeah, there's just a lot of cool projects, obviously like again, cool cats, doodles, Moonbirds, ape fest, finally coming to life. Uh, and a bunch of other smaller ones that really have like real world experiences right like bringing their visuals from twitter and OpenSea into the real life and i'm just excited to see how that goes and seed phrase daily is going to be there for it me too i'm honestly a little nervous like i want the events to produce some kind of value to the people going and i'm scared that it's just going to be kind of like a clout culture like oh look at what i have <laughs> type of yeah. event and I don't want that honestly yeah that's interesting that you said that honestly I think it's definitely gonna have some of that for sure yeah because it's like you know you have the apes then you have the moonbirds and then you have right. the doodles right. so everybody's definitely gonna take some type of pride and yeah like that ego that here here's where I'm going you can't get in yeah, I mean, the NFT community is so proud. Yeah. Like, you don't get into NFTs and be shy about it. That's for exactly, sure. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see how it goes as well, honestly. But I think overall, it's just going to be great exposure, obviously, for a lot of people. It's going to a lot of great things are going to come out of it. And besides the free merch, the free food and the free drinks, <laughs> these events are going to have, you know, I'm hoping to see some like, I don't know, maybe some like, drops some nft drops or airdrops happening that would be dope like that would people be in the yeah at these at these events it's funny because i've seen a lot of memes like as soon as like some of the news started coming out it's like yeah i bought a ten thousand dollar nft i hope i get a free fucking t-shirt <laughs> 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 so yeah it's it's exciting to see honestly but we'll be there so your first time we will, and we'll keep everyone tuned on what yeah, happens. Exactly. It might just be a huge circle jerk, but we'll see. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. There's only one way to do it, and we're going to be there for it. So, Okay, next we got Goblin Town, right? Let's talk about Goblin Town. I feel like it's oh kind of God. faded away online, which maybe it was planned. Maybe people just got tired of sounding like crazies on the internet. But uh, let's dive into that. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's dive in. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, honestly, I've been thinking kind of maybe too deeply about this, but let's zoom out a little bit and put it into context. Like we, there's no doubt we're either in the beginning of a recession or we're already in one. We're in a bear market. We've heard these terms all over the place. Like NFTs are down, crypto is down. And if we put that into context of 
how economies work and how cultures respond to economies throughout the history of time. Any time, like the U.S. economy, any Euro, Euro country, when they've been in a recession, you see that in the art. The art is darker. There's less colors. It's not as happy. And we're just seeing that again in NFTs. It might be expressed in a new way digitally, but art is always the same. You can kind of predict like, like when NFTs were booming, NFTs were colorful, vivid, 3D. And now we're in a recession. They're like kind of like memes. They're a joke. They don't really provide value and they don't pretend to. Like they say, no roadmap, no website, like just a meme, just for fun. And they say that up front. I think that's representative of where we are in the economy. That's really interesting that you said that. I have not thought of that or heard anybody else talking about something like that. But yeah, like it's definitely interesting because I feel like, yeah, it's free mints, right? And it's like dark. But at the same time, I think the reason why they're doing so well is because it's just allowing people to cope better with the status and the current market conditions, right? Because people were buying the colorful ones. They were buying these NFTs that had life and energy in them. And then what? The NFTs would suck the energy and the life out of those people. So I think now it's kind of like tables have turned and they're like, you know what? Why not? If this is the new meta, if this is the next big thing, then let's just troll out of it. Anyways, like NFTs and Twitter, I feel like is like literally meme culture. Like that's what it's kind of gotten to now. So I'm not surprised yeah. at all. But I feel like it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like everyone hating on NFTs and criticizing them are like, oh, they provide no value. It's just a JPEG. And now, now look, they they're like, yeah, fuck you. We are just a JPEG. We're just a profile picture. Like we're trolling everybody. They kind of like fulfilled that role. Well, let's be honest. There's no NFTs that really provide value right now, right? Like free merch, drinks, IRL events, maybe some games and marketplaces. But I don't know if any of that's worth the is worth the thousands of dollars that's uh, being spent on it. I think, I think the 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 number one value that everybody's looking for in NFTs is the value to flip. And if the value to flip right. and make money off of it is not there, it's just dead. And we've seen that again and again and again because it just goes to show like people don't really care about doxed founders or a long roadmap or real utility or who's behind the project no. and the goals, right? All they care about, okay, is this NFT going to make me money? If yes, make I'm going to buy and yeah. I'm going to tell my friends to buy. If not, then I don't care. I'm going to look for the next big thing. And now it's like gone to a point where it's like, okay, it's free. So it has to make me money. So people are just minting everything that's free because what? There's a hundred percent upside and zero percent downside. Yeah. I mean, pause here. I'm just going to give a warning to anyone new to NFTs. I did that. I minted a free like derivative project. It's called Hobgoblin Town and it totally flopped. I didn't listen to my instinct, which is never to invest in derivative projects because they're super risky. Um, it was a free mint, but just watch out for those. Don't fall for it every Let's time. talk about how we called Goblin Towns at 0.6 and you did not buy. <laughs> Let's talk about that. 0.4 actually, 0.4. Wow, wow, wow. okay. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just new to the space. So I saw Goblin Town. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's no way I'm putting 0.4 ETH into that. And within days, I ate my words. It's 
it's funny because we call that inside of our alpha chat here that we have internally as a company at Seed Phrase Daily. We said, guys, Goblin Towns was a free mint. It's out. It's pumping right now. There might be an opportunity. One person inside of our company, Jaden, shout out Jaden if you're going to be watching this, actually took action. He bought Goblin's Town at 0.6 ETH. Three days after, he sold it at 10 ETH. That's about two times, let's say nine, $18,000 in profit that Jaden made within three days. Jaden, drinks on you when we go yeah, to New for York. Sure, for <laughs> sure. So I think that's uh, that's another cool transition we can use, obviously, to jump into some of the next projects as well that we have here on the list. Yeah. So. Yeah, what I really want to talk about is for the culture. I've been following this project pretty closely. Um, you know, I, I joined their Discord when they were probably at like 10K. I don't know how many followers they have right now. Let's check. I think they're at like 100,000 now. It's insane. I think for the culture, yeah, they have 142,000 followers. Did I drop that? Did I drop that and in the Slack when I first came across it or no? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know if you did. I, it came up on my Twitter feed and I was like, what is this? Like, I was kind of down with it because it's like anti-culture. Like, same with yeah. Goblin Town. It's like, fuck the like NFT culture. And I was like, okay, this is what's picking up traction. So I started following impossible to get a whitelist. Like, maybe, Mo, you can share some insight on how to do that. I made some fan art. <laughs> <laughs> I made some fan art. Um, I got a couple likes on it, actually, but no whitelist for me, so I couldn't mint it. But it was a free mint. Um, what is it sitting at now? I think Let's last see. time I looked, it was like half an ETH. Tell me it's higher or lower. Have they revealed yet? I don't think they are going to be revealed. I think that's that's the NFC now. Are you kidding? <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know. Point three, point three five. Oh shit! So, are you gonna be buying it? And or it's what? just this. Nah. I mean, for the free mint, I was down, but at point three five, I don't think so. Wow. I don't know. Maybe I'll eat my words again. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So you're a beginner, right? Obviously, you've barely bought any NFTs or invested in any NFTs. For you, based off all the data that you currently have, what makes you pull the trigger? Is it logic? Is it emotion? Like, tell us. As a beginner, yeah. why and when do you well, buy that? Well, okay. NFTs? So, yeah. I mean, one of the like key things I learned um, when I was studying was there is like instead of stocks or real estate. When it comes to NFTs, there is no economical factor to indicate the growth of an NFT besides the community. That is the single sole factor that will determine if one is successful or not. So when I was looking at like the one that I minted, Hobgoblin Town, that was a free mint. When I was looking at their Twitter, they had high engagement. Like they were very active. Their Discord was super active. Um, I even set an alarm for like 8 a.m. when I was partying until like 5 a.m. I woke up at 8 just to free mint this because I knew I knew it would be I thought well I thought it would explode because I saw the community engagement and then I minted it and it just kept falling and falling and falling in price um, which shows you even even if you gauge community and you gauge activity on the account it's hard to know I mean there's icy tools there's how rare 
that can kind of give you an idea of like what's being minted and what's hot but I haven't gotten a whole feel for it yet so you can probably talk on that more than I could yeah I got a billion dollar idea that just hit me and here's what it is so imagine right since a lot of these nfts pump based off community right imagine there being a tool and i don't know i don't know if it's already out there but if it is they do they need to do a better job marketing imagine there was a tool right where you can track a specific amount of wallets that have overlap and the time they hold the nft when they buy in and the profit that that wallet has made and you can literally get a signal based off, okay, if X, Y, and Z people who have this type of resume buy this at this point, then that should be a good entry point for me. And this would be solely for trading. Isn't there the whale tracker? Though? There is a whale tracker. No, Here's why funny. I personally don't like to track whales, quote unquote. Whales definition is somebody who has a lot of ether slash money to buy into a lot of projects for them to have one, two, three hits, right? If you're a beginner and you're looking into getting into NFTs to make money, and especially if you're trying to make quick money, which is hard to do, you should not be following whales because whales are playing with a whole nother bag than what you have. And they don't care if they lose the one ETH or the half of ETH or whatever they're paying for the NFT. And that's why I don't like real That's true. Like, I would die to make half the ETH right now. <laughs> like, that's my goal. That's my goal. Um, no, that's a good point. You have to put it into context. Like, you can't make the same plays as someone who has, like, three board apes. Yeah, exactly. Because you're just in a whole different tier. Yeah. Like, for example, Gents totally. Croquet Club, right? Like, we can talk about that. Iman Gaji, obviously, very yeah, well-known individual in the Web2 space, e-commerce he decided to launch his own. I have no own. fucking idea who that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's well known in the info product section of, I guess, entrepreneurship. And he decided to mint out a collection called Gents Croquet Club. Okay, he minted it out with $4,500 USDC. So first ever mint that I hear about that's not ETH, Sol, or any other uh, crypto coin besides those two. And I think they netted about $4 million on that mint. The idea behind this NFT was it's going to be a private group of gentlemen, specifically, right? Adds the name that a, he's going to teach, obviously, different things like entrepreneurship, networking, investing, um, etiquette, I guess, class, so on and so forth, because there is a lot of people in the NFT space or not men who just don't understand class, etiquette. Who are just rude exactly. as fuck. So... This NFT released at $4,500. I think within the first day, it went to about six ETH. Me being the nosy flipper that I am sometimes, I'm like, okay, if I minted for this much, it hit this price, it has to come down somewhere in the middle because there's always that one person looking to make a quick 500 bucks, right? So I was ready to buy. I called it in our Slack channel as well. And I said, guys, if this hits three ETH, I'm buying so Jets Croquet Club, I buy in at 3.09 ETH. Within one day, I sell it at 6 ETH. That's a 3 ETH flip in one day. But here's the thing. The floor went up to 15. So did I really win on that flip? 
because I just missed out on approximately an extra $20,000 for not holding it one more day. Now, I don't know where the project's going to go. Sure, but... but you made a profit. You made a profit. Like, let's be happy about that. Don't mourn a loss because it's not a real yeah, loss. But it is. <laughs> it feels like it. No, it's not. I don't like that culture. I think that's so toxic of like looking after you sell an NFT. Don't fucking look at it. Don't look at it again. Because like, what are you going to learn from that? Nothing. There's nothing to learn. It's totally by chance if it goes up after. You yeah, sell. I agree. I definitely agree. I think my the best thing or the best strategy that I have in flipping NFTs is anytime I do buy an NFT that I'm not 100% yeah. confident in, or even if I am, I list it at a price that I'm comfortable selling saying, okay, if it hits this price and I exit, I'm okay with yeah. taking this money. I might emotionally be hurt because it may go up more and I'm like, screw it. Like, fuck, I missed out on that. But at the end of the day, like you said, like I made profits. I have my money, which is good enough. It's better than good enough. It's more than what most people get in the NFT space. Like most people don't know how to make a small flip, let alone a big flip. So take your wins when you get and them. by the way guys for whoever is watching this like we call these nft projects in our daily newsletter that we send out it's a five minute read i think our team total made like 15 ETH profit and that's not a normal week obviously that's a very high uh week of profit but within the five six of us here that work at seed phrase 15 ETH profit in a week is a pretty good accomplishment so make sure you guys tune in subscribe Huge and keep an eye out on those emails because we've got a lot of alpha and sauce being sent out there and it's free alpha free alpha, free alpha. just sign up um cool what else you want to talk about here what else you got for us Parisa? what do you want to talk about let's see um oh you want to talk about solana versus eth i think that's a pretty yeah. good topic yeah let's NFTs. talk about how solana summer uh never made it to the summer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so Solana, Solana, what happened? It crashed because they were trying to reboot and some of their nodes weren't working. Yeah, right? yeah. So pretty much in short, Solana built up this huge marketing campaign called Solana Summer. They started minting out projects. People were excited. And then, boom, what happens? Solana's down. And that just pulled <laughs> a lot of momentum back. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's where you started seeing the memes. Solana's for the poor, ETH is for the rich. <laughs> I still, okay, so even though Solana went down, I still stand Solana. I think it makes a lot more sense, like, in terms of fees. Like, what they don't tell you is the free mint is not actually free. There's still fees. Um, and so it just makes more sense. It's more like economically efficient to use Solana. Unfortunately, there's just not as much like art out there in the Solana NFT space. Obviously, ETH is like the OG, so there's going to be a lot more. But I think Solana's potential is way higher than ETH. I might that just might be my beginner take, but that's okay, what I here's think. Here's my take on Solana NFTs right now in the current market. I think Solana NFTs right now are just doing a very bad job marketing and showing value within the network. And that starts by the network itself, right? Like for example, um, the last three big projects that I've seen mint on Solana, like Trippy Apes, obviously. Okay, half a million followers yeah. on Twitter. 
Uh, then we seen like Just Apes mint yeah. out yesterday as well. Same thing, like another half a million followers, I think. There was like mm -hmm. great goats. So I don't understand how you can build so on so half a million followers on social media, barely sell out an NFT project, and then the volume or the secondary price doesn't deliver. So I think there's just a mix of right. poor quality poor quality projects and expectations being set from these projects. And then the people who are going into it are just not confident and they know it's so shit. So I don't know, like. I don't know. I think you're downplaying the FUD that like ETH holders have on Solana projects. Like you have all the like big, big projects on ETH. Obviously they're gonna FUD Solana projects. Like it's in their interest to do that. Um, and people are convinced because most people don't feel confident in their decisions. They look to Twitter, they look to Discord for advice, and that's the advice that you're gonna get out. Yeah, there. like, okay, here's here's my thing, right? If you were to buy Solana right now at whatever price it is, and you wait until max or next high, uh, like the next all-time high, right? So if you were to buy Solana right now and wait until the next all-time high, you can make probably, I don't know, anywhere between like 12 to 20x profit on Solana. Okay, if you were yeah. to buy ETH and hold it to your all-time high, maybe a 3x from here, all right? So why is Solana being pointed out as so low quality and poor when there is more opportunity in it technically? Technically, <laughs> that sounded weird. Um, and I don't know, I just think Solana has uh, a huge history, obviously, with like Magic Eating and Solana Art yeah. of doing their own projects right. and being cash grabbers as a network slash platform for NFTs. And that's why it's just really hard to build trust for Ethereum people to be like... Wait, so fill me in. How are they cash grabbers? I must have okay, missed that. Okay, so back in early 2020 or 2021, yeah. Magic Eden and Solana Art had just came out, right? When Solana first established NFTs. Right. And when that was happening, they were launching their own NFT projects on these platforms and marketplaces like Magic Eden and Solana Art. And they weren't telling people that they were, it was their actual market, like the, it was their actual NFT project. Okay, oh, so they were I pretty see. much pumping out their own projects, okay. making their own money undoxed, but in reality, it was the actual marketplace's project. And I think that adding up and just people continuing to do it or hear stories of stuff like that going on on that platform just gives you more skepticism yeah. on like, okay, maybe it's just not the quality. That's a good point. But at the same time, like my argument would be like, there's yeah. so many rug pulls and shitty projects on E, so it's like, why do people actually care about that? That's true. Yeah, I think um, what that's making me thinking about is like, you know, you get into NFTs usually to make money, right? And I, it sounds like, I mean, I'm just looking at these projects, even if your project flops, there's more money to be made in making an NFT project than trying to flip them every day, right? Would you say yeah, that's Yeah, I can true? definitely agree to that just because the current way NFTs are being launched, but technically like, NFT projects, once they're made as a founder, you should be using that money to invest back into the company slash project. 
But yeah, the way it's being done now is like founders are just launching projects, grabbing the money and doing nothing for the actual project. Right. But that's not that's not so different from people who just flip NFTs. Like they're not investing in the project. Exactly. Yeah, I think it just hurts on both sides, right? Because it's like what is the founder supposed to do without yeah. a community and without people actually wanting to yeah. be a part of this culture, brand, company? And then what is a flipper going to do with a fucking JPEG for so long if it doesn't boom right away, right? Like <laughs> Right. And like the reason I'm saying this is because what I want to get at is when I started learning about NFTs, I thought the technology and the potential for them is fucking insane. Like they could take over a lot of industries. And unfortunately, looking at where they're going right now, that's not where they're headed. Like right now, they're kind of stuck in this land of like flip and JPEGs. And I think they could be so much more. And I'm not seeing it headed in that direction, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think it's normal for any industry that at its infancy, it just doesn't go as well as people want it to be. And then add the decentralized yeah aspect of nfts which is like you have so many different opinions and people that want things to go a certain way yeah it's like how is the industry supposed to move forward right that's a good point i don't know i think you need to see like a more diversified portfolio of players coming into nfts like fucking concert <laughs> tickets yeah. like come on those need to be nfts like i i don't know if you've heard of no, the dice app it's how I've it's how I've gotten a lot of my concert tickets and it kind of works the same way like an NFT like you buy your ticket and it's like a, it's a unique address and you they don't show you your ticket it's like a QR code you don't get access to it until 30 minutes before the concert and that's when you get access to it and I tried to screenshot it and it said sorry like screenshots don't work. So you can't share it with anyone. And if you want to relist it, you have to relist it on their platform to, to resale. And I think that's like how concert tickets should always be. Like the resale market for concert tickets is insane. If platforms can just capitalize on that and bring that money back in, it's more efficient. It's more secure as a buyer. Like it just makes a lot more sense. And that's just one example. Like I think college courses could also be NFTs. I think a lot of things could be NFTs. Yeah, I agree. I think three next big things that are supposed to turn into NFTs would be college seats, concert tickets, and any type of real life entertainment or membership to gyms, uh, clubs, so on and so forth. I think those three things right there automatically allow people to invest money into something when they can still hold money and allow the business owner or the owner of that NFT to make uh, money, right? For example, let's break it down. Like, okay, college. We know college has X amount of seats available every single year, right? So instead of me having to pull out a $100,000 loan or whatever the case may be, right? Why can't I go ahead and buy a hundred thousand NFT or a thousand dollar NFT, right? That I can go ahead, use for a semester and then sell after if I want to keep going, right? Or why not even just do that based off of, uh, the major or the degree that I want to take. Yeah. I think also like when you graduate college, you get your diploma 
I have never in my life applied to a job and had them ask me to see my diploma. Like, there's no way to verify you actually went there. What if we like change LinkedIn as a platform to be like any job you have, any credential you get is a verified NFT on your profile. Like, that sounds like a way more secure and efficient system. And like, I think the current culture of NFTs is kind of limiting people from the outside. They don't see that potential there. And I think that's harmful to the future of NFTs. Yeah, I couldn't agree more to that, honestly. Parizo, tell me, what are you currently keeping an eye on? Well, honestly, I don't, there's no project besides for the culture, which I think is like, I'm so for that because I like the anti-culture, culture movement. Besides that, there's nothing I'm closely following. I just look at IC tools and I look at like top, top projects. And that's kind of how I like go about my day every morning on NFT projects to keep an eye on. So like a couple hours ago it was Gnomeville and Reincarnate. Now it's Plan Z, Flinch characters. Like it changes a lot, um, which is I think what makes it hard to keep up with NFTs in general. But Okay, okay, not too bad. Reincarnate, I did see that mint out today. I believe that was a free mint. It's currently sitting at 61 ETH in volume, 0.01 price. May or may not do good. Let's see what happens by next week. Okay, my play of the day, right? Or play of the week. Here's what I'm keeping an eye on. The duplicators. Doodles. Okay, doodle duplicators have been sitting around for quite a while under 3 ETH. They recently got swept to about 3.3 right now. And nobody has any clue what they're going to do, right? They might duplicate your doodle they might be a new creature they might be something that gives you access to something nobody knows but what i do know is doodle hired a new ceo not too long which is the former president of billboard they have another irl event in new york coming up which they always crush and they're gonna be revealing what that duplicator does so obviously me i went ahead and i picked one up at 3.3 eth and we're gonna go ahead and find out if that was a good play but again doodles great team great community fire art fire project their previous airdrop was space doodles i believe and that's sitting at 10 ETH plus if i'm not mistaken yeah so i don't see why this doesn't pump and one more fun fact there's a very low amount yeah. listed and the floor is very, very thin. So that's my alpha play of the day right there. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys like this video. If not, we'll continue to be here. So hopefully you like the next one and we'll see you on next week. Yes, we will. All right. Peace.